Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 1, The Principles of True Peace Although God has advanced the work of establishing one absolute nation by sending His beloved sons and daughters to the earth, at each point in time, there was no base through which a nation could be restored. Because that work has always failed, God has had to continually send people of heaven to this earth to manage the work, to push it ahead, and to accomplish it. This is how the history of the providence of restoration has been unfolding up to the present day. We ought to be grateful even if God were to sacrifice us as individuals, and we ought to be grateful if God were to sacrifice our family, tribe, people, or nation. It is only when we can have that attitude, and when a nation with that attitude appears, that the world can be changed through that nation. However, no matter how much an individual may sacrifice, if that nation is not established, the sacrifices of individuals and the sacrifices of families, tribes, and people also will have to continue. It is under that principle that God has pushed forward the providence to find a nation during the course of history. Therefore, whenever there was an individual who could think of such a nation and benefit that nation, God used the family that had inherited the individual's tradition of sacrifice for that nation, and God had tribes and peoples inherit that family's tradition so that they could sacrifice for the nation. In this way, God has pushed forward the providence to find that nation. Ladies and gentlemen, what was the purpose for which we were born on this earth? It was so that we could love that nation. The purpose of God's providence up until now was also to love that nation. A person without a sovereign nation to call his own is pitiful indeed. Therefore, Jesus said, in consideration of this, Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat? Or, What will we drink? Or, What will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6.31-33 Did Jesus say to first seek a son or to first seek God's kingdom? He said to seek the nation that God is seeking. God's hope to establish His kingdom and His righteousness is not realized apart from us and the things of creation. Rather, it is realized through us. God's hope is that true people will serve as the center of harmony between God and all things. Therefore, God sent Jesus to this earth as a substantial being that represented Him in front of fallen people, as a person who could represent the lineage of heaven. In other words, Jesus was the very first person who came to the earth to realize God's historical hope. He was the first Son of God, established in such a position after 4,000 years. Jesus was the Son established on the earth as a seed within one nation, centering on Judaism, in the family of Joseph. At the time, Satan already had established nations through which he was attacking heaven's side. Therefore, heaven's side also needed a national standard as a perfect foothold. Therefore, God worked hard for 4,000 years in order to form a nation. God's achievement would have been crowned when the Israelites accepted Jesus and became a global foothold so that the entire world would center on God and Jesus. However, due to Jesus' passing, 
that world was realized only spiritually. In his three-year public course, Jesus tried to restore through indemnity everything that had been lost centering on Judaism. However, when Jesus died on the cross, the Israel that God had established as his foothold nation and as a substantial entity on this earth was broken both in spirit and in flesh. In the end, through the death of Jesus, Christianity had a national base in a spiritual sense. Moreover, the Israelites became the outcasts of Satan's world, a people forced to wander in isolation without a nation. As a result, no nation embodies Christianity in both spirit and flesh. The returning Lord must restore the providence of God that established Israel based upon 4,000 years of preparation, which was lost due to ignorance and disbelief. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus came to the earth to find a nation. He came to establish a single nation. However, while Jesus was unable to establish a nation of both spirit and flesh, he did establish it spiritually. Therefore, the Christianity of today does not have a substantial nation on the earth. This means that there is no nation or people on the earth of whom God can say, This is my beloved nation. This is my beloved people. It means that there is not yet a foundation for God's nation on the earth. If Israel had become one with God's Son, Jesus, at its center, in His time, that nation would have become God's nation, and God would have restored the world centering on that nation. However, the death of Jesus, in other words, the loss of the substantial being, meant that the base upon which God wanted to connect to the earth, in spirit and in flesh, was restored only in spirit. Until now, the Church has had neither a nation nor sovereignty. Thus, saintly believers have been killed wherever they went. Christianity developed through the shedding of martyrs' blood. Because Christianity was planted that way, its development could not have been otherwise. Now that the era requiring persecution with bloodshed has ended, Christianity is not supposed to die out. Instead, based on the belief that the Messiah will return, people need to eagerly await the Lord and revere the lost ideal of the substantial nation that must be sought and realized globally, centering on the spiritual foundation of Christianity. Even Jesus said he is waiting in paradise. I tell you that he could not approach the throne of heaven. Jesus was supposed to establish a national sovereignty for God, govern that nation, and create a nation that would have the authority to connect people directly from the earth to the kingdom of heaven. Jesus could not make such a nation, so he cannot stand directly before God. Paradise is a waiting room on the way to the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is a place that one cannot enter alone. If the fall had not happened, the kingdom of heaven would have been the place that blessed families would have entered centering on Adam and Eve. We must enter there together with our sons and daughters. In order to restore that through indemnity, heaven fought for 2,000 years and made the base to connect with the world up until now. Yet, on this earth, without a national standard, who will inherit the national base? God has prepared to fulfill this purpose by gathering many holy people through a new religious movement centered on Christianity. Respected leaders, now, as we enter the third millennium after Christ, we are the beneficiaries of new heavenly fortune. All religious people ought to join together in one accord to act upon the proposal that a council representing all religions become an upper house of the United Nations. 
the loftiest achievement the United Nations could accomplish would be to recover a universal human spirituality based on God's true love. What could be greater than that? Therefore, I have been selecting responsible people from all areas of society, the religious sphere and the political, philosophical, economic, and cultural spheres also, and teaching them about true love, about living for the sake of others. On that foundation, I already have appointed many tens of thousands of ambassadors for peace. These people now are carrying the flag of the Interreligious and International Federation for World Peace, which I founded in all parts of the world, and are doing their utmost to realize the peaceful world that God and humanity have desired for so long. The will of the all-knowing, all-powerful, and absolute God will be realized soon. In conclusion, I want to express my hope that all of you leaders in attendance today will re-establish your families and nations with true love and become stars who realize a true and everlasting peaceful world beyond borders. I pray that heaven's blessings will be with you and your families. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.